so much discussion about moving uh, the port to Northport or Firth of Thames. Some say that's a much better option. But Fran O'Sullivan is NZME's head of business. She wrote a very good story in the Herald the other day. I'm not sure if you saw it, but it was a great story. She joins us on the line now. Very good afternoon, Fran. Good afternoon. Yeah, thank you so much for coming and having a bit of a chat with us. So can we begin? This 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 sort of document, I guess it's the the lobby group behind this Waterfront 2029 campaign. Who's behind that? It's a PR thing, but who do you reckon is behind that? Well, I'm not sure behind that. Um, it's very interesting. They've got a, a rich society. They've done all sorts of things like apply for charity status, which was turned down. Uh, you know, from a tax position, they've tried to um, ginger up lots of money through Give a Little, and they've only got a small portion of their what they wanted, which is about a quarter of a million dollars. So somebody is funding it. Mm. Um, I don't like it. I personally do not like faceless groups. Uh, what they've done, Matthew Hooten and others have gone out and, you know, um, lobbied a range of people like Helen Clark to John Key. They tried to get Mike Williams, ex-Labour Party president, but he turned them down. And uh, to be the faces of this and to say that uh, they support it and, you know, that, that's been all up there for a few weeks now as part of a um, social media campaign. But it's not the right way to do things. There are more interests in Auckland than just this group, whoever they are. Mm. They really need to get out from behind their, their PR lobbyists and actually say who they are. Mm. Indeed. Now, Fran, you've got vast experience and, and are such a well-respected business journalist this sort of thing, it's not unheard of getting well-known no. faces to promote some cause. Do you Correct. think in this particular case, do you think it's gaining traction or, or do you think it's possibly almost a waste of space doing this? Well, I think, yeah, I think it had initial, initially it had traction. It got kind of blown up in the Herald and other media. Um, John Key and others went on radio and talked about it. But um, it's very interesting when you actually go onto their Facebook page, a lot of the commentary has actually been very negative. It's not been positive at all. And so it's really running, in my view, about 80, 20 negative in the feedback they've got. And people don't like faceless groups. Um, you know, they don't like this sort of campaign, and particularly ahead of even the report actually coming out, which finally came out yesterday. And, um, and you know, and again today we've had this um, uh, call, I guess, from Shane Jones that the whole thing gets signed and sealed by the middle of next year, and you wouldn't do that unless you're expecting it to go to Northland and be part of your election campaign, in my view. So who was, who was on the working group that uh, commissioned this report that was released? Well, the, the government actually set up the um, group, and so, um, you know, it has a range of people on there, uh, respected people. It's led by Wayne Brown. But reading the um, the uh, you know some of the detail of the cabinet papers um, papers out of Ministry of Transport and Treasury along the way, I mean they they were trying to get information out of um, Wayne Brown as to what were the working assumptions that were used. You know, in other words, the background mm. uh, papers and metrics on which they made their decision. <laughs> and apparently, at one stage, they didn't have it, but were basically telling cabinet that this needed to be provided to them that the group couldn't sit on this. Well, I think a lot of that's now been, um, you know, kind of ironed out. But in the background is this assumption that if the port, port moves, Auckland should be grateful for having the land that it can then sell or do something with. And, you know, I think that's a fair thing because if you look at what's happening already in Auckland down on Winyard Point, 
We've still got to move the tank farm. We've still got to develop that headland. This takes a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of vision, and a lot of spades in the ground, and we just don't have that ready to rock. So I think there's no need to be in a hurry to do this. Mm. Um, you know, we've got time for this to occur and time to do it properly. And the other other thing about this furphy that I talk about is that it's actually Auckland's port. So when you have these lobby groups saying, stop stealing our harbour, well, you can just turn around and say, don't steal our port. Because mm. the assumption is that Auckland should be grateful to get the land. There's no talk of um, proper compensation. There's no talk of, you know, um, Auckland having a shareholding in any new port structure, which is what I would expect. I would expect Auckland, which built the port and business, uh, yeah. to actually have... Hello, Fran. Oh, we're done. I think we've just got to drop out there. Hang on. I think you're back. Are you there, Fran? Yes. Yes, yeah, sorry. You've just Hello, dropped friend. out there, Fran. I wonder if you... Are you handy just to move there a smidgen, Fran? Oh, yes. That's okay. better. Oh, that's, that's better. Wonderful. Fran, one Can of the... Can you hear th- me more? Yeah, yes, gotcha. absolutely. Absolutely. Now, just so I've got this clear then, the Wayne Brown, let's shift Auckland's port operations to Northport, the yes. quote report. Now, that that is an officially government commissioned report, is it? Correct, yes. So right. a working group um, which was uh, set up by government and it was one of the um, aspects and clauses in the coalition agreement uh, between New Zealand First and the government that a port study would be done. Uh, but, you know, and Northport had to be part of that. Well, it leads you uh, to Northport being the only obvious um, solution. And when you read Wayne Brown's piece in the New Zealand Herald today, that talks a lot about what a boost it would be for Northland, you know, the economy and so forth. But in actual fact, you know, at the end of the day, it is still Auckland's port and Auckland has to have a say in it. And the council and ports of Auckland have been, you know, basically beaten around the paddock on this one when they've tried to say something, um, you know, externally. And so I think it's going to be very difficult to get everyone, you know, together, form a consensus on what should happen next. Now, one question from me that I've that I've wondered about a lot. There have been suggestions, and from the C, the current CEO of the current ports of Auckland has said this. There have been reports and theories before about moving the port, and one of the alternatives. And in the past, as I understood from what the CEO of the ports of Auckland said, that it used it was the number one choice was somewhere on the Firth of Thames. Um, yeah. do, do, we, do you have any indication why suddenly Northport has leapfrogged that completely? Well, it's because it's dominated by Northland interests. Right. Mm. Down. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's face it, if they can deliver it up there, it's a massive boost to electoral chances and chances of MPs in, in, um, in Northland. And also, you know, the chair is firmly of the view that this will deliver to Northland. It's, and, you know... So when they talk about um, first attempts, they've looked at every reason why it can't happen. Um, I think what's interesting about that type of option is when you look at what happens in China and elsewhere these days, Singapore building offshore ports, you know, they aren't necessarily bought on land, built on land, and um, there is actually quite a large amount of land up there as well to do the inshore operations. So, you know, that's another option, but it really has been just, put to one side altogether in so many words. Fran, on a personal level, are you for yeah. or against the move? Me? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, no, I'm for keeping the port, some semblance of it, maybe shifting parts of the operations, but I think there's good reasons for keeping a working port in Auckland, some of which are uh, topographical, some of which are 
you know, we are an active country. We saw what happened with, um, uh, you know, down in Kaikoura with the big earthquakes mm. there. I think, you know, we're, we're a volcanic town. I think we need to be able to deliver supplies into Auckland, keep a few walk, working cranes, not necessarily all the business, but some of it here, together with um, the um, uh, cruise business and so on. I just don't think, given our sorts of country, um, we can keep all eggs and just, you know, one basket, one basket up north, which could be cut off from the very um, town it's supposed to service. Very interesting. And finally, Fran, I've never seen anything. Maybe there's something you know, I've missed it, but you mentioned it's Auckland's port. I'd love to know yes. the general consensus of Aucklanders with some sort of well, numbers well, that say 50 percent. believe the lobby group, everybody is in favour of shifting it. And yeah. in actual fact, it's not being laid out properly here. Um, you know, the reasons why we've had the great and the good who have wanted to see um, you know, the area around behind the red fence got rid of and all sorts of parks and, and particularly, um, you know, big apartment blocks and others put off there, which were just as much, uh, you know, mm. preclude Aucklanders from the waterfront. But, you know, the, it hasn't really been made a case for, in Auckland's interest, what should happen. The only case that has been made is for getting rid of an eyesore. Right, and anecdotally, everybody's in favour of the move to Northport, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's the theory, <laughs> yeah. Fran, thank you very much. Really good to get your thoughts. Thanks, Appreciate Fran. It. All the best.